All right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of OP. I'm Brittany. And I'm Nick. And today we have a very special guest, Madison Palmer. <laughs> okay. Hello. We always get under the blankets. Um, today we're going to be talking about sorry right. friendships and relationships in general and also how it feels to live with friends <laughs> especially because now we're living in an apartment which is more i don't know adulting life i guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and also quarantining mm -hmm. like that is yeah, another living together in another quarantine yeah yeah <laughs> madison, madison as our guest thoughts. do you want to <laughs> Well, like just starting off with the idea of quarantining in general, I think it's a very personal thing. You know, like in a pandemic, you're saying, if you get sick, I will care for you. That is like, mm. it's almost like the unspoken truth of who, with whom you're quarantining with. So I think it's very personal. Like, I think all going, when we first went to quarantine, we all went home to our families because mm -hmm. that's the people we care for. And then branching mm -hmm. out to friends, I think took a lot of like, like rewiring as to like our rules and boundaries on what we were going to do mm -hmm. right and was like expect each other's space but also health wise that mm -hmm. was something mm -hmm. oh yeah because when we thought we were going to get that other roommate who yeah. said that she was going to parties and everything that was just blatant disrespect for everyone in that living situation yeah, because like it's already bad, like normally, but like mm -hmm. with COVID, like she's kind of a liability if she comes mm -hmm. back and gives us all COVID. And it's like, I guess it's like, not even with her, but just with us. It's like, we have to, oh, sorry, hi. Um, yeah, we have to be like, maybe like, like less selfish or whatever mm -hmm. about like our plans and stuff, because we have to like make, take everyone else into account and be like, hey, I'm gonna go to this thing. Are you guys okay with that? Mm -hmm. Do you think it's like worth the risk or, you know, mm -hmm. is it's like, you guys think it's gonna be safe enough? And we get to like, like vouch for the event. Yeah. Like everyone's COVID tested, everyone's yeah. wearing masks, you know, it's like. Even like having people over, like, mm -hmm. are we sure they're COVID yeah. negative? It's and like when you close scares there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how do we have close scares? Well, like when people were gonna come over and then they turned out positive. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, glad they didn't come over then. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's also weird asking. I feel, I know it shouldn't be a point of like feeling embarrassed about it, but I feel weird about asking if they've gotten tested because there's this trust aspect to it. For me, at least, like mm. asking if someone's been tested. It's, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. It's like, have you been tested? It's like you're doubting their responsibility. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's easy to get defensive about that for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, also, because I, I feel like when we, usually think about people asking about tests and stuff. We kind of have like a sexual connotation to it. That's kind of like a dirty, mm -hmm. a dirty thing to ask someone like, hey, show us your results. Are yeah, you yeah. tested? Oh my God, are you, are you dirty? And it's like, oh my God, no, oh my God. But like, I guess it's like trying to like, you know, like in this time, like be like, oh, it's it's more neutral now. It's yeah. Like, have you been tested? Oh yeah, here's my COVID mm -hmm. negative, whatever. I like always ask people if they've been tested, but like even if people get tested, that doesn't even mean that they are COVID negative mm -hmm. because like you could have been anywhere in that time. Right, so that right. doesn't even God. guarantee That's anything. A, yeah, it's, I mean, there's like, there's like everything has risk, mm -hmm. right? Like it's not a guarantee, but like it's like if you got the negative test, that probably means 
you know, and if you're doing the same thing afterwards, like mm-hmm. it's probably still negative, but like it's, there's still a chance. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance, but it's like, am yeah. I willing to accept that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like crazy to think like, even though our lives are so mundane now, there's still so much risk involved in everything we do, like going to the grocery store even. Mm-hmm. So I like, got to go at midnight. <laughs> yeah. You know, the midnight with all the fun people. Um, mm-hmm. Like everything we do, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, going to the grocery store but this is where I could get COVID That's you know true. it's like they, they wipe down the cart but maybe like they miss the spot mm-hmm. and then I touch it with my hand and then I scratch my ear and then it gets in my ear and you know, <laughs> it's in there, you know I mean, a very likely <laughs> no I don't know I, I, I just been scratching my ears a lot recently, so that's just what's like salient for me but I don't know it's just weird because like our lives are so in comparison we're not really doing that much risky stuff but it's like mm-hmm. each thing we do we're so aware of the risk. Yeah. Even if it's, even though it's so little, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just a different mm-hmm. mindset now, for me at least. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just looking at <laughs> Just to know where to go from there. Um, you can uh, drink to that. <laughs> and also just thinking about if we're thinking, if we're like talking about friendships, just relationships changing too, and like how we form friendships or mm-hmm. how we maintain friendships during quarantine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, I mean, you guys know me. Like, I tend to like lock myself away mm-hmm. in a hole, and having like maintaining friendships now means like answering your texts and making time to FaceTime people, mm-hmm. and that can be hard for me. And I know that like it, sometimes it might be hard for other people to, to understand because like on the other end, it's like I'm ignoring you, which is not what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just me being in my own brain and like not having the room for myself or other people Mm -hmm. but like also community and friendships mean a lot to me so then maintaining that like that was hard that was the hardest thing to me this semester is like how to like be with you guys and maintain connections with you guys and other people but then also like connect with myself and then to my school it was just hard that's why we sit in your room at night I know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like, did you, how do you, were you, because you're always talking to people. I feel like you're always talking to people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be like Jamie's voice in the other, like, mm-hmm, voice mm-hmm. in the other room. Mm. I do talk to them a lot. I don't know. I think I'm just always like on my phone, even before quarantine. So like that never really changed for me. Mm-hmm. And then like, when I had to be inside and I couldn't really go out anymore that I was just on my phone even more always talking to people but I'm also like the kind of person who like thinks of something and then I'll just send the text mm-hmm. like I won't like be like oh wait no what if they don't like me after I say this like if I'm friends with you I'm just gonna tell you what's on my mind I like so. that yeah and I will triple text so. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no shame in triple text. yeah there is no shame yeah. not with friends yeah how are you? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely kind of hard because I feel like there are a couple people in my life where I don't really text them, but like we hang out in person. Mm. Like, I guess that's like a more of an acquaintances, right? But like now, like, you can't do that. You can't even hang out in person and we don't really like text ever. So it's like, what, how do we main, like, it's, it's almost like, how do we maintain our vows of friendships <laughs> with each other if we don't like text each other? I mean, I guess I could, you know, text them, but like, about what? Because I guess we're not, we're not at that level. But I guess you could be. I, I kind of like put it all on me. I think that's interesting because you know? most people think that having like that textual relationship uh, is easier than an in-person relationship versus flipped. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's kind of hard. 
for me. I don't know. I know it's weird. It's definitely weird. Like, like, like even something like snap streaks, like they'll start to like, I have this one friend where like, we, we just kind of like stop snapping each other as often. And I'm kind of I'm like stressed about that. <laughs> I don't know if I should address it. So like, I don't know what to do about that. But um, you know, just stuff like that, where it's like, if we were, if we could meet in person, we could just meet in person mm-hmm. and then it wouldn't be a thing. But like, because this is like the only way we can connect to each other or we're like willing to connect with each other. Like this is like, it's like, it's like the line is like breaking. It's like, mm-hmm. what do I do about that? Like kind of sensible bit. I mean, like besides quarantine, like how has friendship and companionship and like the most true and honest sense like played a role in your life or development like what does it mean to you like I <laughs> question I'm on like 60 minutes right now all right all right, all right. oh my god um <laughs> I mean feel free to also answer this question <laughs> wait wait I need you to say that in simpler terms for me <laughs> how has friendship played a role in your growth as a person or your supported you throughout the oh, hardest times I think I think a lot I mean like living with you guys has been really nice because I I feel like it's helped me like open up to people mm-hmm. more um and I feel like we've really become like a really closed like a, like a, not a close like a tight-knit community of mm-hmm. three um that's why we sing Taylor Swift songs yeah, everywhere we, uh, we, we go. Sing oh my God. Everywhere we go. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere we go, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. When no, when other people are in our presence, it's just we don't mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't really do. No one is here, but it's yeah. When people are here, I don't yeah. Know I, I don't know. It diffuses any awkward. It's tension. our awkward thing. Yeah, because it's like it's like there's that tension. It's like let's just fucking sing it out. <laughs> it's like diffuse it through Taylor. Yeah. Um, and then it just ends up them being there. And we're just yeah. harmonizing with like cardigan or something. Oh God, but it's fine. Because I, I, I think it'd be weird if it was just one of us. Yeah. And then we're just one of us are singing, but because it's like the three of us, they're like, oh, I guess it's a thing. I guess it's a thing they do. Like, what is that? Weird. People just stare at us like, oh, is that normal? Maybe Nicole can need help. Nicole, I'm so- They probably need therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but were we, was someone saying you were saying something? Oh yeah, like a, we were like a tight knit community of like three. Um, back to that. Um, yeah, and just being more open and mm. being just comfortable around people. Mm. I just feel like I can like basically just be crazy around you guys, mm-hmm. and it's like not weird anymore. Like I really <laughs> like to dance. I, li- I really just like to dance around mm-hmm. everywhere, and I feel like I've been able to do that with you guys. So I guess that for me means like I'm like really comfortable with you guys now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I guess it's like I didn't. I guess I never really thought I would be that comfortable with anybody. Mm-hmm. Like cause usually I just do that in my room, but now it's like I can do that anywhere. Especially because like we like basically just met in what, yeah. late August. So yeah, I mean it's really cool how like I feel close. How close I feel like we've gotten just a semester I mean like it's kind of inevitable I guess we run into each other all the time but um no I could have ignored you for yeah, three yeah. whole months I would have like let it happen but <laughs> I'm glad that we didn't go that direction I'm really glad we got to like connect about so many things with Taylor and like <laughs> Taylor is the one thing that connects us all boil chicken etc <laughs> yeah yeah stargazing and stargazing yeah like we have like so many like little like spontaneous moments mm-hmm. like you know stargazing and going to stop and shop at like what 
11. <laughs> 11. Slurpees. Slurpees. Mm-hmm. Like so many little things I would have never done. But like, because like we Slurpees just... that turned my poop blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, TMI. But... <laughs> Is it even TMI anymore? I feel like at this point, every single time I need to go, I'm like, well, guys. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go pee now. It's like, okay. <laughs> Weird. I remember like when I first moved in with you and Jayin when we were in Birch, mm-hmm. like <laughs> like bowing for like a constant talk. And I remember at first I was like, oh, <laughs> oh wow. Just like talking through the door, like this is happening. And then like now I'm just like, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Like it's so normal for me now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> like I like fixation with like bowels. <laughs> Like, what would Sigmund Freud say? I know, right? Oh, like, oh. Anyways, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I mean, just stuff like that. It just mm-hmm. like how close we are. I feel like, um, I mean, it's nice to have that support structure because I feel like um, if I was like living at home and it wasn't con- like connecting with anybody, I feel like it'd be really like lonely and mm-hmm. it's like an isolating experience. And I definitely feel not as happy as I do now most of the time you know so I feel like when you're alone you get to like echo chamber your thoughts and they just get worse and worse but like when you're with other people you can like let that energy out by like talking to them (laughs) and then like they get to help you reframe it into something like less catastrophic or less like you know catastrophizing and you're like oh it's really not as bad as I thought it was or it's not gonna be so bad mm-hmm. or whatever and then you know it's like what a relief to hear like reassurance from other people mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know yeah <laughs> uh, how about you Brittany yeah well for me I know that like growing up I feel like I never really had a lot of friends mm-hmm. so like I know like elementary school would be like a different best friend every year so like mm-hmm. none, none of that was like really stable and then middle school was when like I made like my first like real like close friend Mm -hmm. but then we kind of grew apart afterwards Mm -hmm. so that kind of sucked but (laughs) i'm gonna go visit her in worcester soon so oh that's fun but yeah and then anyways um high school is when i made like my like core group of friends i guess you could say yeah ashley hey (laughs) and then college i don't know i guess i just branched out like a little bit more Mm mm-hmm but I guess just having. <laughs> I never said I was your friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, but then, yeah, I really like having friends just because, you know, that support system that you mentioned is like really nice, but also just having someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Not just about like the mundane stuff, but just like anything and just like having people around you, I don't know, it just makes me feel so loved. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess for me, like, I had a weird childhood, you guys know that. You know, I feel like I'm always just, like, school. School, yeah. <laughs> spouting, like, mm-hmm. things about my childhood. But I don't think I really had a, a real friend until high school because, like, I don't know, I feel like I throw snippets at you, but a lot of my friends were emotionally abusive and like oh you know mm. but like I guess I didn't like realize that until but like I think it's almost like relationships where you have to if you don't have to but if you understand you don't really know what it isn't until you experience something mm-hmm. that is the like, antithesis of that and is like genuine love and it's like oh 
mm-hmm. wait a minute all mm-hmm. of that that wasn't normal that was that wasn't supposed to be what friendship is like yeah so I think there was like that twist for me in high school and I was in finally in senior year I'm like oh this is what it means to love a friend like truly and genuinely I'm like I'm never going to compromise for mm-hmm. anything less or compromise myself yeah. um but I think like having friends in college has been like probably the thing that has enriched my experience like not only as a student like just because I love people and I love caring for people so like having people around me is like very empowering for me but just having that community right because it's like I always talk about this but like when you hug someone like that social support I call it social support hugs like when I'm <laughs> like because like people there's like research that shows people with flu symptoms have milder flu symptoms if they get enough hugs because mm. there's the stress relief I think I don't know how do you hug someone with the flu <laughs> <laughs> I just think there's something very healing about having a community and feeling heard and witnessed by mm. people who care about you yeah. so that's like I don't know I think friendships and companionships for me like I don't know if this is like blowing out of proportion but like are everything to me mm-hmm. yeah. even though like and that's why it's hard with schoolwork and friends and like you know trying to like battle something that I love and then something another thing that I love so yeah I don't know yeah I just need to be like in other people's presence and <laughs> like sitting alone with my own thought I feel like I've never like quietly sitting anyways because I feel like you guys can hear my music blasting all the time oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I was like is this too loud I never can tell so I never just do anything about it, but it's fine. It's fine. Don't I don't like sitting alone with my thoughts unless like I'm going to sleep and I'll like think about my life. But other mm-hmm. than that, I like being mm-hmm. around people. I like being with friends, I like being with my family. So yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, a, it's like, I think it's like a nice way to get out of your head is to be with other people because mm-hmm. there's like a lot of less, there's a lot, there's a lot worse ways you could do that. Like, I feel like um, for me personally, uh, like the, worst ways I do it is like binge watching TV shows. Oh my god, there's like, so many good ones. <laughs> I know, but it's Queen's like Gambit? Queen's Gambit, Dash and Lily. <laughs> Dash and Lily. Oh my god. Yeah, but the thing is it's like it's like enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. the shows, but then you like at some point you kind of like forget you're a person. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like yeah. hour like six. <laughs> and then like then you finish the season and then it's like, oh I'm a person. Oh god, it's all rushing back. Oh god, oh god. Um but because some days I'll, I'll be like, oh, I didn't think about anything really that negative. But it's like, oh, I didn't think about anything at all because I spent the whole day watching TV, which is probably not healthy, right? But I feel like at least if you're hanging out with people, you get to like, you know, have that connection. And then you get to like, um, you know, be more, more of an active participant mm-hmm. in life versus like watching TV, which is like really passive experience. You don't really like learn or like, you don't get to you don't have you don't do anything you kind of mm-hmm. just just stare at the like you you're just like in, you're just taking it all in versus you know when you watch tv can you just watch it or do you have to be doing something no i can just watch it oh really no i think it's part of my like adhd hyper focus thing because i will just like, like <laughs> the whole world goes away and then it's like that's why i hate i hate watching the last episodes of shows unless there's like another season because i don't mm-hmm. want it to like wrap up and then it's like oh that's over that storyline is done <laughs> I have to like go back to my life now but um anyways like uh but um yeah but like being with people you get to be more active participant it's like you're not just you know being 
um, fed content. You get to mm -hmm. also create content and like have share experiences and conversations with people. And I feel like that's much more enriching. And so, you know, it's, it's yeah. fine to want to be around people, I think. That's even like watching TV with you guys where we'll like make little snarky no, comments yeah. about every single thing that's happening. Us screaming yeah, at the TV. I, because yeah. like with us in Birch, when we started watching like bad movies mm -hmm. together, that was like at first I didn't really get the culture of like talking during movies. So at first I'm like, wait, we're all talking. Like what is happening? I can't hear the movie. But now that's like my favorite part. Yeah. Like I feel like Jay's especially verbal <laughs> during movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, I love it now. Like, yeah. I love yeah. hearing your, like, just Seriously. the presence of you guys, because, like, what's the point of watching it if I was just alone? Like, yeah, I mean, like, mm -hmm. I love watching shows alone, but I think it's even better when you watch it with other people. Like, mm -hmm. we were watching Sex Education. Yeah, right? oh my god, such a good and show, right? I would have enjoyed it watching it alone, but I just think watching with you and like, <laughs> you trying to react to the scenes that are happening, and that's part of the active engagement, yeah. part, right? It made, it just elevates the experience, mm -hmm. you know, something even greater, because we get to share that you know, we get to share that together versus mm -hmm. watching it alone where it's like, okay, it's just me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I loved hearing you guys scream. Yeah. <laughs> like the point where I felt like you were getting exercise in the morning. You were screaming and squiggling around. Yeah. <laughs> it was unnatural. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Honestly. But isn't it weird to give snarky comments if you're by yourself watching a show. Yeah, I feel like I would not do I that. Do. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, fair. Sometimes the scene will be, and I'll be like, oh. But, like, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, to elaborate on it, mm -hmm. to be able to be like, Jesus, that was awful. I hated when they did this and this. Mm -hmm. But like, you, you probably wouldn't do that when you're alone. But when yeah. you're with other people, you get to share that. And then mm -hmm. they get to agree with you or disagree with you. And you get to have like a whole, it gets to like, like snowball into its own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you would never have had that you were just on your own and I think that's so cool I would still gag at Shawn Mendes's documentary alone yeah I'd just be like but... I probably would stop watching um, me too I just would not have mentioned <laughs> it sounds like your heart it sounds like a piano <laughs> <laughs> like all right x oh my god I'm gonna talk about like other relationships I literally do that one <laughs> <laughs> okay you know it's fine it's fine you know you do you I mean yeah talking to yourself is not weird I think oh, I mean like I feel like we all do it yeah like mm -hmm. and like I feel like I we've been kind of like well, I don't know about you guys but I've been kind of conditioned to think that's like a weird thing to do oh no oh, no. No, no yeah because I just love being like all right well what do you do I know that when I take exams, mm -hmm. I like talk out loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm like, man. when they're watching over Zoom, they're like, what is this girl saying? I'm just like reading out all my answers. If you can read my lips, you know all the answers. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, I was once teeing a like an exam where someone was talking to themselves and everyone just kept looking at me as the TA, like for having to mute them. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to have to be. And I, I would be like, excuse me. <laughs> Can the person with your mic off, please? <gasps> but like he wasn't saying he had his AirPods off, so then everyone like looked at me again because he wasn't responsive. Oh, like, oh my gosh! So I put in the chat, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Still so didn't see it, so I'm like, okay. I'm just gonna because I guess like there's in like Zoom etiquette, you're not supposed to mute someone's microphone. Uh -huh. Um, just as like a teacher, you're supposed to ask them to mute their microphone. right, right. Like more Zoom etiquette, it's like polite. So mm -hmm. then I had to do that, but that was like the worst. 
So, anyways. Oh my god, I didn't even realize there was Zoom etiquette. Right, that's like a whole thing, right? Zoom culture. Like... No, like if you automatically, as a TA or teacher, if you automatically mute one, someone is supposed to be very rude. Yeah, I guess because mm-hmm. that's like you're shutting them up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's kind of a respect thing, I guess, to ask like before you mute it. It's like I'm asking for your consent or whatever. Um, and we Zoom culture. I mean, I feel like as a TA, we've been able to like. Mm-hmm see that you know like when people like don't use their like camera right away and then they like, like see what other people are doing and then like they'll put the camera on if other people are doing it so it's kind of like how do we play like the social psych right to get people <laughs> like put their cameras on like what can we say what can we do because like obviously you can force people to put the cameras on like they did for my like one of my classes the, the ta she asked us to do that and then over time we would get we would slack off or you like you could like try to like appeal to like some other I don't know like thing inside of them to make them want to do it and then continue to do it because I feel like like you know like my the professor I was teaing for Dr. Haljin like everyone would have their cameras on for him and it's like how did he get them to do that but anyway that's kind of a tangent um, <laughs> Zoom culture I feel like um, we've all experienced that moment where someone says and what do you think about this and you know that you could have something to say mm-hmm, but literally mm-hmm, no one mm-hmm. says anything and mm-hmm. you know everyone is thinking the same thing of please God. someone say yeah. something but yeah. no one is doing it and you are not doing it mm-hmm. either that moment it just lasts forever yeah it's so hard to be the <laughs> person to break through that yeah and like I commend the people that do that because I'm like Jesus I could I just even though I know the answer for sure I just would never I just don't have the ball yeah. to do that I won't even raise my hand in class no like, I, I won't I'd be like I'd be like I'm thinking of the question <laughs> I'll, be, I'll avert, pretend like avert, I'm avert looking at my yeah. notes yeah yeah like oh my god it's, it's not that Mom. easy I guess it comes easy with practice I guess some people they just are like fuck mm-hmm. it I'm gonna do it I got it wrong fuck I don't give a shit mm-hmm. whatever I'll get the next oh one I didn't even go to office hours before this semester like I've never been to office I've, hours before. I wish I have. I wish I did. I've never been to office hours. It's like, yeah, this is literally like my first time. And look how well it went. I for know. Jeez. Now we're best friends. Yeah. God. No, I yeah. guess like for me, office hours. I don't know. My like knowing my professors has been like a really big part of my education, just in general. Mm-hmm. So I've always used like every single office hour and like knowing my professor on that level is like something that I really value I guess Mm -hmm. so like switching to remote is a little weird for me because like I'm always like in my professor's office so then like switching to that remote format was like a little hard I guess but we adjusted yeah bringing me a new friend (laughs) two new friends her dog counts (laughs) i bought her dog a present so that's so cool yeah definitely something i should work on because i feel like there's a whole there's a whole experience there that i'm missing out on because i feel like you Mm -hmm. you're going through this college experience getting to really know your professors like 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 almost to a personal level like where you guys get to connect oh about the material so much and then like you know eventually you guys are going to start talking about maybe some weird like stuff. just current things that are happening in your life mm-hmm. and you get to have that repertoire with your teacher mm-hmm. and like you know practically that's great for like 
when you ask for recommendation letters because like I actually know this person I can add little mm -hmm. like personal details that might spice up the app, you know the recommendation letter but it's also like you know just to like you know connect with your professor the person that's teaching you mm -hmm. at that level I feel like I've just been kind of be like using them as a um source of information and then just like leave the lecture hall immediately you don't get to know them they're just mm -hmm. a person that teaches me information and then I leave and it's like I'm I wish I could get to know them better. And it's like, there's a way to do that, but I'm not taking advantage of that. So that's, I don't know, something to work on. Yeah. But like on, on the topic of companionship, yeah. like what do you guys think, and this is kind of delving into your past episode, but like, what do you think is the difference between friendship and romance, like romantic friendship? Like what is the line there? Because like- as I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's like what Camilla says, right? Friends don't know how many days. <laughs> you know, like I mean, that's just that's like, one way. The wisest Camilla Tomato. No, but it's like something weird happens, right? When you cross that line to like, like a physical, like beyond just like, like the physical, but like introduce like sexual like does all like do all I mean like, I there's know. so many diverse relationships there's also like aromantic relationships mm -hmm. or asexual relationships yeah. like what is like the lines between those I don't know mm -hmm. like some people never have sex in like a romantic relationship I don't know I mean yeah it's crazy because even within that there's like um people who are asexual and aromantic and there's people who are asexual but romantic mm -hmm. so like sexuality is definitely very um much more diverse than like one would, you know, initially, you know, one with a, a binary understanding of sexuality would, um, you know, perceive, but yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a very loaded <laughs> question, I think. Um, I just, I, I guess it gets hard because, I mean, like, when you get that close to someone, you know, like a, we were saying last episode, you know, it's like, it's, un, you, it's inevitable that the parts of you that you aren't comfortable with mm -hmm. might be revealed or might um, be uncovered and it's like but by trying to avoid that happening you might um, create tension in the relationship because mm -hmm. you are they, they they don't understand why you're being so you know like uncomfortable or something around them and then you know like if you don't talk about that you know one-sided um, thinking kind of gets out of control mm -hmm. for both parties and then it, you know it might everything will fall apart if you can't connect to that person and like get on the same page again so i think it's like i don't know i guess like in, in trying to be that close with someone you need to be really okay with everything about yourself because if you're not then it's because gonna... anyone ever really completely okay with themselves i guess not i mean i guess that's a process you know it's okay to not be completely okay with yourself but maybe it's more about being okay with like being with someone else who's okay, being with someone who's also okay with not being okay with everything mm -hmm. about you because like we all want to be perfect for other people so it's scary to try to like pull back the curtain and be like oh actually I have flaws and they're like that's mm -hmm. okay so do I and then once you can share that with each other maybe at that point you know it's okay because you can work on that together and grow together um 
I mean, I don't know. I haven't had that myself, but <laughs> why do you think that's especially scary in the context of a romantic relationship? Because I feel like with you guys and my friends, like you guys have definitely seen me like very stressed or my flaws or, mm-hmm. you know, I think we've seen like each other's flaws and it's for me, like revealing that to you guys as friends is comforting or relieving, like to be witnessed mm-hmm. in that part of myself, but suddenly in a relationship, like in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. it's almost like you want to cover those parts mm-hmm. Like, what is this yeah. like? having to be perfect for a partner and presenting. I don't know, like, do you feel that, Britt? No. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because it's like, it's just you two. And there's a fear that like, if they don't like you, they'll find someone like, quote better. unquote better. Mm. So like, you just want, you don't want them to like, leave you basically. Because you know, with friends, it's like, you, you don't need to only have one friend. You can have multiple mm. friends. and if. Like that this one. is the one person you like. Yeah, that's the one person you like. Mm-hmm. And if they leave you, that's everything. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I guess, a diffusion of, um, I don't know, that, I don't know, diffusion of something. Because it's like, if a friend, if you have a friend and you were like, you know, you'd be vulnerable, then they leave you. It's it's going to suck, but it won't suck as much. Because oh my you God, know, friend breakups hurt so bad though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't doubt that. Of course, I mean, obviously, it's awful if someone you are friends with leaves you because you mm-hmm. revealed something about yourself that you, you know, that was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. But I guess it's like, maybe I'm saying this because I don't have experience myself, but like you have, you can turn to other friends to like help support you in that mm-hmm. way. Because it's not just that one person, but like when it's like a relationship, like when they leave, that's everything. You don't have, you probably don't have other romantic partners mm-hmm. to like, Get. You shouldn't base your happiness off of someone else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's very challenging to, um, to like realize like this person isn't my other half. Like, like I'm complete on my own. I don't need them to make me feel whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like part of the process to like be like a full person on your own. So like when you connect with them, when you know you leave them. Or when they leave you, it's not like you're losing a limb. I feel like we, we kind of mentioned that before, but you know, it's like, I don't know, just being good with yourself, mm-hmm. like good enough with yourself, I guess. Not perfect with yourself. It's just, I, I love myself enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but have you ever gone through a friend breakup? <laughs> but um Carrie and I used to fight like every single week in high school every other week in high school like everyone knew that we would fight but like it would be very very petty fights about stuff I don't even remember at this point so like that would really hurt and suck because we would just ignore each other mm-hmm. for like the longest time and then it's like that was the person that I told everything to and now we're just not talking yeah and we sit next to each other in every single class because that's what we chose and then you wouldn't talk mm-hmm. so that's just really awkward. stressful mm-hmm. yeah so I didn't like that, but no. we have a healthier relationship now. So. <laughs> what, what do you think was like causing those weekly fights? I think it's probably things. just the fact that we were seeing each other so much. Cause like we would hang out for however long school lasts, I don't know, six hours, eight Something hours, like that, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, and then we spent like after school together and then we would see each other like bright and early, early in the morning and just like keep going like five days a week and then sometimes on the weekend and like that's a lot of time to spend with someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know like why that's different now. I guess yeah. with you guys, cause now we're I was gonna say, 24 like, I mean, seven. We, so. we spend basically all mm-hmm. day, every day with each other. So how do we not, 
do that with each other. I do think there's like a respecting of space. I feel like in the very beginning of quarantine, we very much were spending every minute together. Mm -hmm. Like even like dinner time, it's like, okay, it's dinner time. Mm -hmm. We're gonna Mm -hmm. cook the same meal. I was like, oh, too much. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like every moment together. And Mm -hmm. we also didn't have schoolwork, Mm -hmm. but now like, and then when someone was in the room, it was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Like someone is in their room with their doors closed. But now it's like you guys in your room, your respective rooms. I love like knocking and giving you guys like a little visit, but oh, it yeah. is like we are separate at mm-hmm. times and then together at times, mm-hmm. but we're not like eating together at every meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we used to, which was a lot. <laughs> But how's that different from family, I guess? Because mm. with family, we eat like every meal together and we're with each other all the time. But I guess it's like the same thing where we, we, we can like go to our rooms and mm-hmm. like even though we're all technically still together, we get to have our own personal time. And like mm-hmm. that allows us to like cool off maybe or recharge or whatever we need. So like we can come back out and engage mm-hmm. you know, more effectively with each other. Because I, I, I definitely feel like we do that here and I feel like I do that at home. So I guess it's just about finding like a balance between spending time together and then spending time apart. You know, it's like, it's not too much of either. Yeah. Do your parents still give you shit for going out? Just like in general? Because I know like back then my parents would always like be like, why are you always out with your friends and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm out until like 4 a.m. And they're like, okay. Yeah, I know. They definitely <laughs> just don't out. die. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I feel like kind of weird I feel like as I was like as I got older they were like they got more and more chill mm-hmm. and like now I can just leave I don't need to tell them I'm just oh, gone okay. <laughs> and then it's like I mean like on my way out I'll be like hey I'm gonna go to see Alex um mm-hmm. I'll probably be back at like midnight or one I'm like okay have fun mm-hmm. okay bye mom before it probably would have been like a nightmare um like I know like like the summer of high school I would go out and like I, I'd like like wait till everyone was asleep and be like Oh my god! Oh my god. You know, like, like I know which, like I know which, like um, which sta- like which stairs. Oh please, so I would like, I would like avoid those ones. I mean, it didn't matter because I, mean, I feel like they're deep sleepers anyway. So like, and then I get in the car and like get out of there. Um, but like now it's just chill. Oh my, god. Oh my gosh! I didn't think people actually did that. Yeah. Just like movie ass, like sneaking out. I mean, I think I added, I injected more drama into it than there would have been. But still, just the aspect of sneaking out. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was more because I wasn't comfortable asking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just didn't want them to pry, I guess. Um, like, I, I used to think I was like, I used to do this thing where I just wouldn't communicate with people. And I thought that was like good because if they didn't tell me anything was wrong, then mm-hmm. nothing was wrong. But I feel like that's not really effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, I guess learning to just, um, you know, cut through that and be like, hey, I want to say something to you, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's about being more active, you know, participating in life more, I guess that's kind of my thing, you know, that's why I probably, I love watching TV so much, because it's so passive, <laughs> I don't have to do anything, right, I just watch, I don't do anything, so I guess it's like taking steps to do things. Okay, good night, Ashley. Good night, Ashley. Good night. Good night. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Larry says this thing where he goes, everyone in life is equal, but some people are more equal than others. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can be applied to friendships too, where you have like friends, but like some friends are closer than others, but you love them all equally. But then how do you develop 
how do you get a friend in the first place? Like, how do you make friends? And then how does that friend become a close friend? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know, like, but I feel like we have, because you guys, that's something that you guys have developed over quarantine. That's something very yeah. new mm-hmm. for you guys with mm-hmm. Omwitha. That's true. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've never met her, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. in person before. Mm-hmm. Seb, I've Seb. never met him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess it's just... I think it's, it gets both easier and harder as you get older because I feel like you just you just go up to, I guess you just go up to people. Oh my god, that's so scary. No, I, no, I don't know. You just engage with people op- like just not, I don't know, openly, honestly. You just engage with people like and then I guess over time they just start to associate you in their life more and then mm-hmm. maybe you like hang out and then find interest you have in common and then it just goes from there I guess Mm -hmm. like right I don't know I guess it it, it feels very that makes it sound not organic but I feel like that happens more organically than I'm saying like like I know for us you know it was kind of like we I mean like first of all we had the proximity thing so we're always seeing each other Mm -hmm. and then you know Taylor Mm -hmm. that was like a jump that was like a jump off point or whatever like you know we bonded over Taylor and then like you know, memes and like blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah and like you know we just found more things to connect each other with and then mm-hmm. you know just went from there and then all the other stuff that comes with friendship you know like closeness and like I don't know being able to share talking, things and talking I guess that comes with mm-hmm. it all just knowing that this person likes you I guess <laughs> you know without you know you know without being so blunt about mm-hmm. asking or whatever but just like, like, like they've demonstrated You're like are we friends yeah, like, I'm sorry you thought we were <laughs> surprise <laughs> just demonstrating continued interest in another person mm-hmm. I guess right you know yeah yeah but then where do you go from friends to like close friends do you like best friends or whatever mm. I don't know that's such an interesting question because I don't it just because it's just it's stupid to say it just happens but maybe it does just happen it just like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's the best friendships are the ones that you don't um consciously go for they're like the organic ones like it's the process of you being genuinely yourself Mm -hmm. and that person adding to your experience and enriching it and like bouncing off that person and being like oh my gosh wait the way this person sees the world adds to my own world experience Mm. so it's not like it's work to be with them it's like they they're an additive experience to yours Mm -hmm. and then if they're there and they're supporting you through really hard times i think that's when the closeness comes in is not just supporting you when all things are good but then also holding you when things are really rough yeah um and then like, I think there's like the process of changing each other, of like modeling for another person what it is to be vulnerable and then mirroring that back. I think we all do that in subtle ways. Like developing the same <laughs> Yeah, mannerisms. the same mannerisms and like words and language and vocabulary. Not brave, wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, but our friend anniversary is coming up. <laughs> Yay. Two years, Jai. Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we have that, we have this ongoing joke that like our friendship didn't start until December. So there's that. 
um, yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, I agree with the whole spontaneity thing. I feel mm -hmm. like you can't, it's not something you can force, I guess. You know, I feel like even with, you know, Madison and I, like, like I feel like the, we, uh, us becoming friends was such a, like, it wasn't something I don't think either of us was trying to force, right? Math it, class. Like we were, we saw each other with in Jenny, math class. We used to sit there. Yeah, like it, I wasn't like, I mean, I mean, maybe like subconsciously, but I wasn't deliberately being like, oh, I want to sit next to the girl in the corduroy jacket. You know, I was just, I just ended up sitting next to you guys because like, I guess that, I mean, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. So I guess I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm always sitting in this area and so are they. So I guess we're just going to be sitting near each other now oh my whatever God, once you claim a seat that's your seat it's my assumed it's, seat yeah exactly don't sit in my assumed it's just seat. rude if people yeah. sit there How rude. I, that's my assumed seat mm -hmm. please move yeah and then you know like in my chem next the next semester like um you know like we ran into each other again you know i mean like i wasn't like seeking her out i don't think she was seeking me out or anything and it just we just ran into each other and then like you know Arun said do i know you and you're like oh who are you <laughs> I'm just, i was like because you seem so familiar like I knew I knew you but I didn't know you you know it's like like I, you, I recognize you from somewhere you know and it just kind of just went from there like it was just like a really nice spontaneous thing and I guess I don't know sometimes I wonder if I ever like ran into you on campus somewhere before we actually knew right? each other like before this semester like I guess well do you remember that Nick remember the freshman dance which one? The freshman dance. It was in like oh the soak dance. Was that the one in the honors college hall? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nick went to that. <gasps> you did? I was there. Oh yeah, I was wearing my jacket. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. You so maybe I went with Jai. Oh my god, I was with Jai that night. <laughs> oh my god. So we probably we did. Definitely were like in proximity to each other. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, I just think it's interesting, like how it's not something you have to force. It just, I, I mean, I don't know if it just happens, mm -hmm. right? Like, I, I think you have to do a little more than that. Like, but you don't have to try so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, if, I guess if you feel like you're trying really hard to be someone's friend, then maybe that's not, maybe that's an indication that it's not a friendship that you yeah. actually want. Because mm -hmm. I feel like with you guys, it's effortless. You know, mm -hmm. I don't need to try. Like I'm not trying to love Taylor for you mm -hmm. to make you like me. You I just or I us. like I, for that like in that situation I already like Taylor. So mm -hmm. It's not even a thing. Like I don't we don't need to like try so hard to mm -hmm. be compatible for each other. Maybe like it's just I feel like it's like it it's like it just it just is a result of the way we are that we link up together so nicely. Mm -hmm. And I guess if you're feeling such resistance, maybe that's a sign that you know. I mean, you probably should have a conversation about that, you know, <laughs> communication, but like, maybe that's a sign that maybe you guys aren't that compatible. And I guess that, like, maybe that's a thing, maybe you can work that out in friendships, maybe it, like in a relationship, maybe, maybe that's when you would get out of it, I guess, you know? Cause you don't want to spend like the rest of your life trying so hard to make something work with someone when, mm -hmm. you know, if friendships are an example, like if you can extrapolate friendships to relationships, maybe there are relationships out there where it's just that easy, where it's like you just be yourself all the time, they be themselves all the time, and it just works. And you guys never, well, you don't never feel like friction or conflict, but when you do, it's not something that 
it's not something happening all the time and it's mm -hmm. not something that can't be resolved. Yeah. I mean, do you guys ever feel like, of course, like I've never been in love, but I feel very, I feel like my friendships have assumed that niche in a way for romance for me. Like I feel very romantic relationships in my friendships, not in like a sexual way, but in like a deep caring for someone, mm -hmm. yeah. wanting their happiness feeling like, like not even realizing that your life is so intertwined with theirs, like wanting to care for them and wanting to like to be with you guys and be there for you guys. Like that is a very romantic thing in like the very like genuine non-sexual mm -hmm. idea of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just, for me, like romance, I'm like, what is, it's hard for me to like tear apart. Like, okay, if this is like the romantic feelings that I feel for you guys, what is romance and what society says is romance and why is one so highly like, venerated and put on a pedestal and made so scary in mm -hmm. a way? I don't know. I guess it's like the difference is sex. <laughs> like, I definitely feel, um, like, I definitely agree with you. It's like, I definitely do feel that that deep caring and like, I want to like be there for you guys. And I want to like show you how much I care for you guys in like special unique ways, like with like, I don't know, like gifts or just hanging out or like, you know, just like that. But I feel like there's also a part of me that wants like the, like the, the like the physical, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of, I mean, like, that's like the hard part maybe, right? Where it's like, you, you don't, you don't, you're not gonna get that from your friends. I mean, I guess you, you could have like friends, you, you could have like friends with benefits <laughs> situation, but I, I mean, I've seen you guys all to give me hugs. It's <laughs> like different though, right? It's like, I think there's, I mean, that's definitely like dealing with the physical, but not, not in like a erotic way, mm -hmm. I think. Like, like it's, I don't think of this, any eroticism to it. Like I feel like that component is lacking in my life. Um, but like, that's okay, I guess. I mean, like mm -hmm. I do wish I had that, but that's not like, that's not gonna make or break everything else. Mm -hmm. But um, it's definitely something that's highly valued. I think because it feels so good to have, right? I mean, like, I think a part of the reason why we're jealous of people who are in relationships is because they get to have that physical component. Mm. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I guess it's like, um, I mean, it's one thing, I mean, I love, I love when we all hug and stuff, but it's like another thing to be even more like, I don't know, primal about it. Like, I, I mean, like, I couldn't imagine I guess doing that with you guys. Oh I God, guess, stop. I don't know. I didn't mean to make it weird. I didn't mean to make it weird. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, right? But like, that's like when we see people in relationships, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I, I mean, a part of me like feels that twinge of like jealousy maybe that is like, oh, they get to have that. They get to have that really deep, sexual connection with each other yeah i mean i think you know? there's definitely a spectrum because people who are in romantic relationships but don't engage in those sexual behaviors mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like that's not that's just another form of it but i think we all have like our own 
Yeah. Preferences, but definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's everything's it's like a spectrum. It's everything's so fluid, and I think it's like it can be overwhelming to think about that uh, um, initially. But I think it's actually very liberating mm -hmm. to take on that mindset because it, you know, whatever you feel isn't abnormal. It's just part of a greater spectrum of everyone on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I guess the thing to do is to like, I don't know, connect with people not only just who are on your part of it, but like with other people and just have a greater perspective of sexuality. And I don't know, I guess more perspectives and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I guess I never really thought, I guess when I see couples, sometimes I get a little bit jealous, but not because I want like a physical relationship that they might have. Like I don't really think about couples having sex. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, that's not like, I'm not like, oh, okay. I'm not like, oh, they're like, they get to raw dog each other every night, but I'm just like, they get to like be really like, you know, they get to like sleep in the same bed together mm -hmm. and they get to wake up together and like, you know, kiss and like, yeah. be really close and like physically close all the time and just stuff like that. You know, it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. sex. It's just like, um, and they get to like, I don't know, just like, you know, touching, like not, not related to sex, but just like. I don't know, like in a relationship way, like touching, yeah, yeah. like just touching and get to like really like 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 you know like touch and then like mm -hmm. really stay and it's like not weird mm -hmm. and, or like hold each other, you know, and like get to really feel like constantly have that connection. Mm -hmm. so. I guess it's like because I've never been in love either or like mm -hmm. know really like what that feeling is supposed to be like. Then I have these grand like romantic mm -hmm. ideas in my mind about what love should be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also why I love the song You Are In Love so much because it just like really depicts these little things about what love could look like. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. just like, like that line, it's like one night he wakes strange look on his face, mm -hmm. pauses and says, you're my best friend. And I'm like, oh shit, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be wow. Mm -hmm. So it's just like little stuff like that. Where I'm like, is that love? Like, what is that supposed to feel like when that happens to you? And I think that's what I get jealous of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, on the one hand, I'm saying like, you could say like, that is what it is, but also like, you know, like, it I feel is like what it is. Going from like what Madison's saying, I mean, there's many ways to express love. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just because we don't have like, mm -hmm. um, like the sexual component, that doesn't mean that we don't. You know like love each other yeah i think it's like a really interesting thing to like tell friends that you love them mm -hmm. i think um especially for like for men i feel like that's like a definitely mm -hmm. a weird thing for men to do for each other and i, I think that's a sad thing because i feel like it's not it should be normalized that you can deeply care for your friends mm -hmm. in like a way in that way um, and it doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Yeah, I think um, it varies culturally, though, right? Like, yeah, no, for sure. In some cultures, like men will hold hands mm -hmm, as a sign mm -hmm, of friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's like give and take. Like those cultures aren't perfect either in terms of yeah expression of self. No, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of like in both the context of friendships and romance, like? going between like, because we all have our different 
modalities and expressions of love, like the way that we're comfortable with showing that we love each mm-hmm, other, mm-hmm. like even as friends, what are the barriers between like kind of figuring out how someone expresses their love and then like um, meeting in like in the middle with them? Oh, like, do you yeah. change the way you express it or do you reciprocate the way they do it? Or do you, no, you know what yeah. I mean? I think it's about finding out the ways they express love and then being able to take it and also finding out how you can give them love. I don't know, that's kind of a weird thing to say, but like, like I know for me, like, I know I'm really uncomfortable giving people physical affection, but I also like crave oh, I think I'm the complete affection. opposite and I'm like, I love that physical affection uh-huh. and I'll like see friends and I'll like run up to them mm-hmm, on campus mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. hug them and everything. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I don't know, I tell you guys, I love you all the time if you like. <laughs> but mm-hmm. or is that you going, illy. Illy. <laughs> opposite yeah so what you 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 are willing to give it but you don't want oh to i love receiving it, oh, it then, too yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so i guess it's like yeah i guess that's where i want to be right mm-hmm. but i guess i'm like uncomfortable giving it because i don't know if like we're at that level and i don't want to be weird about it but um i guess it's like for if someone loved me maybe they i guess i, w- I would imagine maybe they'd be like okay well he's not hugging me because he's uncomfortable with physical attraction, but he will show his love for me in different ways, mm-hmm. like giving gifts or like, I don't know, spending time with me. Like, like it's like love language or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But like, then, then they can, maybe they'll be like, oh, but I know he wants physical attraction, even if he can't, like physical touch, even if he can't give it yet for mm-hmm. me. So I'll make sure to give it to him so he knows that it's something that he could reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's like maybe, you know, it's just being like, um, in tune with the other person but like you know obviously you don't have to read their mind or anything it's not like i'm like i'm i'm not asking anyone to read my mind but i guess maybe it's like i mean definitely it's a conversation that could be had but maybe it's just being like oh like um i really like this person and i think they really like me but they're not um you know being physical with me in that way maybe like we could talk about that or maybe i could I could be the one to, that's kind of me asking people to like do it first, but, um, you know, I don't know, just something that being, just being like really, in, I don't know, being aware maybe of the way we give love to people and the way we accept love from people. Yeah. yeah. Like I do, I know like that I'm definitely more of like, I love getting verbal affection and physical affection. Mm-hmm. Like I love that, but for some Sometimes, like, even if I, I mean, I always want hugs, mm-hmm. but I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable yeah. with hugs. So I, sometimes yeah. I don't ask for it, although I really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even it, within verbal language and, and verbal communication, there's different ways of doing that. I feel like when I, with, like, right when we were in the suite, you guys have a different culture with like language and the way that you express like, oh, it's almost like hard love, I would say. What? Like, like, <laughs> like teasing almost. Um, yeah. That took me a while to get mm-hmm. used to. Cause like for me, I'm like very fragile. I do things like very seriously. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, you so like, even like within verbal communication, there's nuances like to how you even express verbally yeah. friendship and relationship. And then it's the process of adjusting and being like, oh, that's their way of communicating closeness 
is almost through this kind of dialogue or banter. It's like a very anthropological <laughs> look at it, but. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, like um, there's this college humor video on YouTube where it's like, um, you can make fun of me, please make fun of me. Cause it's like, it's like, I guess in that culture, it's like um, when people make fun of each other, it's like, it shows closeness. Cause you get to be able to do that to people and they know that it's not like. Yeah, we, yeah. Talked, about we talked about this, yeah. right? And then if you see that they're not doing it to you, then maybe it's then like, oh, off. I'm not as close mm -hmm. with these people as I want to be. So it's like, please make fun of me, please. <laughs> yeah. I want to be no. as close with you guys as you are with each other, you know? You said teasing though, and all I could think about it was, it was like Shai's voice going, you bitch. Oh my god, you wrote an academic paper about this? Can I read it? Can you send Is it, it to me? Is it the clown one? Actually, send oh. it to me. I will read it. I will read the whole thing. I, I read sent Jai the meme for the clown one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yay. Oh, yay! Thank you, Jai. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess... I don't know. I mean, I guess that that's one way to do it, is like, try to figure out how to fit in with that. But also maybe, if you're being really vulnerable, you could ask love in another way maybe I don't, I don't know that's kind of a weird I don't know how to ask, I don't know how to do that without being weird about it but I know that like when I want hugs Jai said wait Brittany Brittany yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you I know that when I like want hugs from people but I like don't know like if they like want one want one I'll do like that awkward thing where I'll like kind of just like slowly go <laughs> so they can see me coming and then they can block it off and if they don't, don't want, want it go, you just go like but like I will go like slowly in case like they're like no I don't <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah I mean I guess it's like it's hard to be like because then it's like, if it doesn't, if they don't reciprocate with you, then you, it so clearly indicates that you two are not on the same page. Yeah. You know, relationship wise. Mm -hmm. So I guess for me, I'm like, let's not even find out, but just not engage at all and not mm -hmm. find out. But um, but in doing that, you miss, you, you miss out on either finding out they are on the same page and mm -hmm. then moving the relationship further or like, I don't know, finding out in that moment that they're not. And then you'd be like, oh, that's fine. If that's not where we're yet at yet or ever will be then that's okay mm -hmm. we, can, we can just adjust to that instead of being in this limbo of like oh my god i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know it's like yeah i mean just know for me personally i always want hugs i just i'm just never gonna say i do but oh my I god you can, you can express it through the emojis at night that i can go oh hug. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird yeah mm -hmm. yeah the emoji thing is so cute. I like that. I it's like a nice way to like too, yeah. boil down the whole day to like. Do you do your emojis based on your day or just like how you're feeling? Like, what is it? I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of fluid. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, for those who are listening who <laughs> do not know, mm -hmm. every night we have the ritual of before we go to bed, we text each other the three emojis that sum up our day mm -hmm. or in the moment. So it's just, it's almost like talking about your date, but like the three emojis, it's like the accessibility of it's really easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like in doing it in like an abstract way, it kind of makes, it almost makes it easier to like, because like, I feel like a lot of the thoughts maybe that I know the thoughts I have in my head are kind of abstract and I can like channel it into another abstract form of communication instead of trying to make it into words mm -hmm. and then share that with you guys. Also, because I feel like no one would want to read all of that text. Mm -hmm. But like in doing it in emojis, it, I think it really like makes it a succinct thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's, it's almost like an art form. Yeah. And I really enjoy trying <laughs> to like 
um, like decipher what each yeah and I love when I know like what happened in your day and I see the emojis I'm like oh that was that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> or like that one time when you had like those sad emojis and we're like do you need a hug yeah <laughs> but you were you were like getting ready and I remember like you were like oh I'm gonna like I'll give you a hug like after I like wash my face or something I stood in the dark to scare you for like 10 minutes and mm-hmm. you never came out huh I stood in this corner and waited for you to come out of this room, like to go give Nick a hug and never came. Oh, I was oh. peeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh but also, I'm always on my phone when I'm peeing, so it's <laughs> a very long pee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's like easier to communicate. Like I know for myself, I'm always, I always want to like, learn another language or like I'm always trying to communicate or express outside of like English all the time um and I feel like a reason why is because I feel like it's easier emotionally and I I was actually I didn't read any research I just read a headline um but um they say that it's easier crap that was my phone anyways um it's easier to express like emotionally hard topics in another language Mm -hmm. than it is in your native language because it's I guess it's because it's less connected to emotion. Um, like I know for my, I know for my mom, she can talk about really fucked up shit in English, and it doesn't really affect her. But I'm like Jesus Christ. But like you know, and, you know, and you know when she's talking to Vietnamese, like she'll like get emotional and stuff. So I just know like, um, I guess for myself, it's like, I guess it gets through that emotional turmoil when you express. I guess that's why people turn to art and music and all these different things because it's it's like a, it's almost a way to subvert your like emotional minefield by like getting to express yourself in in a way that has meaning to you and is like abstract and it doesn't have to be in words but it can be just as cathartic I guess emojis Emo- exactly <laughs> yeah emo- and then circling back emojis is like literally that because I feel like when I was really sad that day and I shared that with you I probably wouldn't have been like hey guys I'm really sad can I have a hug but like you like, should though I know I know I should but like just for myself mm-hmm. it's like really hard to be mm-hmm. that vulnerable even with you guys now like I'll be like I'll text it out maybe and I'll sit there and be like mm, delete 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 I don't want to <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I know I know I like I know that you guys will like not be weird about it but it's like it's weird for me and I guess mm-hmm. yeah I have to work through that but like but by using emojis I guess it helped make it less mm-hmm. awkward for myself or whatever you know whatever I was feeling I was able to like mm-hmm. fuck it and YOLO and like send those emojis, <laughs> you know and I got the hugs and I really wanted the hugs and I kind of needed the hugs so mm-hmm. yeah I used to think emojis were so cringy for some reason mm-hmm. I don't know why and now I can't stop using them I love emojis <laughs> I, I think they're like nice little seasonings for text right well, you really spice up text with them. I feel like you guys look through your emoji, especially you, Nick. You go through <laughs> the emoji to really like. I want to like put the context yeah. to the text. I just use my most used emoji, which is usually a heart, mm-hmm. and then it's just a, a positive feedback loop, just like the red one, just like the mm-hmm. basic, most basic heart. Yeah, is the one I use, and that it just appears in all my texts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it comes from me not wanting to be misunderstood. Because I know through text you can interpret things, you know, in a million different ways. But like when I use the emoji, it kind of like focuses in on like what I'm trying to say, you know. Or like when I'm using a, when I'm trying to say a joke, I like I don't want to explain the joke, but I'll add an emoji to like 
you know, key in that this is a joke. <laughs> Or like, you know, I love, I love doing like the sarcasm text where it's like uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. Oh yeah, like, the Spongebob meme. I love, I love that. I think that's so cool. I kind of wish that was like an official thing because it's like, it's so hard to, well, it's not really that hard, but like, it's like sometimes you can misconstrue sarcasm, but like when you do it that way, you can't, you can't that's help true. but read yeah. it in a sarcastic mm-hmm. way. And I love that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I just, I think it's like. You know, just wanting to be really clear, but also I just think it's really fun to just find the right emoji and like, I don't know, but. <laughs> the emoji search bar is like my new best friend. Right? I love that thing. <laughs> it's just so hard. I, I don't know the mm-hmm. order of the emojis. I like back and forth, back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. But like now you just type like big Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. And then boom, there it is. Oh, heaven sent, seriously. I mean, do you ever add emojis to like defu- if you say something very vulnerable or personal, and then put like emojis to like? I just say like. Oh, I say, oh, like <laughs> 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 you have to say something like. Um, really struggling right now, LMAO. <laughs> are there different? Are there varying degrees of your like LOL, haha, LMAO? Like, I think I think LMAO is like a more intense LOL. Like LOL is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But like, but like LMAO is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, there, there are varying degrees, though. It's true. I, ha ha, makes me very uncomfortable. No, I, yeah, I, I try not to use ha ha. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's like, ha ha. <laughs> it's like, no. When I'm like texting, like if I'll just, I'll sometimes I'll just say like, ha ha, like if it's like not that funny, but like I'm just like, eh, ha, ha. Right, it's okay. Right. And then I'll do like the, LOL, but like I have to read like lol. <laughs> and I always, I know I always do the like the extra L, just I don't know, my phone auto corrects it. There's extra L now. So it's like LOL, but like that's a little bit more up from haha. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then there's LMAO and LMFAO, right? And then there's always a ha ha ha, which is longer. <laughs> and then like the all caps ha 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 when I genuinely think something's funny. <laughs> that's fine. It's like, it's like a little like, it's like, it's like a little rule to it. <laughs> and like a little etiquette to it. Um, when I so next time when I think something's hilarious, I'll send you a voice memo of me going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine things are voice memos. Oh my god! Wait, that's kind of that's like that's like that's just phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It disappears. It's like Snapchat, but for your voice. It. Really? Yeah, you can see. Yeah. It. Oh, I don't know. And then it's mine forever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like awkward <laughs> left. <laughs> no. No, I just, I don't know, I just, I think texting is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a really quick way to communicate with people. I know, I love texting. No, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was like, I always text people. Like, I'm um, always texting. No, it's fine. It's like, you get that connection, but like, you don't need to be, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like, you, I don't need to make eye contact. <laughs> Do you prefer phone calls or FaceTime calls? I think I prefer phone calls for people I know. Because I want you to know. Them. Yeah, people, people I know. Like, I, oh, I, I would okay. want to have a phone call with you guys, mm-hmm. right? Because I like, want to hear your voice and hear you guys actually laugh. Mm. But like, I feel like with people I don't know as well, maybe texting is fine because I get to like... You're like FaceTime calls, though. Where does that fall in? Oh, yeah, you know, like same thing. I guess mm-hmm. FaceTime calls for people I know, phone calls for people I know, but main, like I don't want to have bad hair in front of them. <laughs> 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 right? Um, um, and then like just texting is just for like... It's, Texting is like for everyone. Mm-hmm, I mean, that's texting true. is great for everyone. Yeah. yeah. For me, yeah. phone calls are so, I do not like phone calls with a burning passion, but I love FaceTime. 
I, what's the difference i love seeing people and like making eye contact with people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like a whole you miss the whole non-verbal of me like communication mm-hmm. true, if you don't true, true, have true, true, true. their face and i just love seeing you guys you're seeing people like it's invigorating for me phone calls drain me like i <laughs> die during a phone call like i don't know that's fair i guess maybe i think for me a part of me is like the awkward silence is more awkward on a phone call than yeah, like that's a FaceTime. Because I feel like on a FaceTime call, it's fine if you guys stop talking for a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when I FaceTime my friend Alex, we'll like, you know, we, we will just like not talk for a bit and it's not weird. And then we'll just start it's talking. It's like the comfortable silence. Yeah. And then like, I think it helps because like when you're FaceTiming, there's always like those background noises, like, and it's like, you know, <laughs> whatever. And then, like, you know, and then something will, you know, you want to talk about something, you'll think of something to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but when you're phone call, I feel like there's like a tension where it's like, oh, I, gotta <laughs> I gotta say something, I gotta say something, I gotta say something. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I really like those like video calls where like we can just both do our own thing, mm-hmm. but we're just still there. And mm-hmm. you have those a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are really nice. Or just like getting like wake up calls is really nice. Not, yeah, not from like hotels. That's kind of creepy. I don't, I don't like know if this. you enjoyed that Jaggy this morning, but it's fine. Oh, oh I'm so oh, sorry I called you this morning, Jaggy. <laughs> no, but you had to be a part of the roommates. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jaggy, I only call you in the morning when I can't remember it. When I actually wake up and I'm like, did I actually call you? And then I don't know what I said. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> but. How are phone calls for you? Do you enjoy that? Mm, I don't think people call me as much. I feel like people like to cold FaceTime call me, Mm -hmm. which I kind of enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like I really like receiving FaceTime calls. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll do that with even with like people I don't really know that well, like Kevin from biology, like we FaceTime call like the first time we met. And then like that just kept going throughout the entire semester. So now we're like, I feel like we're friends now. Yeah, no, it's like, I think it's more vulnerable. FaceTime someone. Yeah, because you can see each other. You can see each other. Mm -hmm. But I think if you start right off the bat with that, then I think it creates a other reason. Yeah, we're gonna go to New York together. Yeah. Yeah. So you can create a friendship that's more, I don't know about real, you know, real or like more secure or like, Mm -hmm. you know, more like it's like already there's already so much there Mm -hmm. because you guys are already seeing each other versus like texting. Like it's really easy to just right oh my god bad texters too i know that not everyone is always on their phone and like some people like with their phone on do not disturb and stuff but like people who cannot carry a conversation over text Mm. or like take like hours to respond (laughs) just don't even talk to me at that point yeah it's like it's like like the worst of snapchat right where it's like it's just such a disconnected fragmented Mm. thing where it's like I don't even want to talk about whatever we were talking about before. And it's like the energy is gone. Yeah. There's no momentum. Mm-hmm. It just feels like such an effort. Have you ever seen that TikTok? <laughs> That's like when I need to call my best friend to spill the tea, but she's not picking up. And so you got to hold the pose so you don't lose the energy. So it's like, and then you're just like, right. Because like if they call you later, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But you got to keep the energy up so funny it's kind of a mood yeah <laughs> i know you said when we talk never, about like tiktoks i never and, like, understand tiktok culture i barely understand it like i 
Like, Sometimes I feel like you just talk about them and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, like I, I'm, I'm still at like the ooh, like, <laughs> like fingers thing. That's like, still funny. I, yeah, like I feel like I'm kind of getting out of touch with the young people. Like, <laughs> Me too, like, honestly. You guys think you're out of touch. <laughs> yeah. It's like a whole other language for me. It really is. You know, it's like, it's like we were watching that like, um, Thing Amrita made right, and we don't understand any of it. But like, there's a whole thing there that like people who do understand mm-hmm. it have, and they find that hilarious, right? And I feel like that's what we do. With, that's kind of what we do with TikTok. But then there's like you know the memes and stuff. Like there's a whole foundation. Like, there was like a whole thing we had to go through to understand, like to get to that point where you find it funny. We we have been in touch. Here's the teasing again. again. <laughs> I don't. Even- camaraderie do you feel the love do you feel the love in this insult what oh my god wait i don't know i just i don't know tiktok culture i just don't there's, there's so much like um hyper that's like very hyper you know what mm. i mean like just there's like this intent like i don't know and also like there's like a you have to like scroll through them and it's like few seconds of one and then a few seconds it's overwhelming right or at least I would find it overwhelming I really like when people send me TikToks I think like that's a form of love <laughs> sending me TikToks like I'm like oh okay we're friends friends huh? like I don't have TikToks so like I send people like Instagram posts <laughs> and like that's my way of showing you <laughs> should I think about you you know I do love receiving TikToks especially when the person knows I don't understand them like it will be like someone sends it to me. I'm just like, I don't understand. They're like, okay, I'll try it again. And another time, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, because there's so much, there's so much there. I guess it's like kind of like implicit, but like if you don't know anything about it, it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is everyone wooing? Like, what is a woo? It's um, that emoji, like. <laughs> for me <laughs> or like I feel like when we say like phrases or words I don't know do you ever feel like what I think yes but I can't like now I've adopted it mm-hmm. so I don't really uh-huh what oh there's something Jai used to say was um like do it, no balls. Like no cap, no cap. No, no, no. 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 Shayu would just go, like she would say something like, do it, you won't, no balls. And so I started saying that too, I know. And I, I think you started, started yeah. yeah. Did you get that from a meme, Jai? Because like, I feel like that's how you get, like, that's how you make something viral, like verbally, right? Because it's like- You know that thing that's like, like you say like, oh, like you say like a dare basically, and then you like count like one to 10 or whatever. And if you say the same number, then you have to do it. No. Yeah, wait. So it's like it's like wait. So like, well, so it's it like work? if I like I don't I don't know like the exact wording. There's like wording mm-hmm. to it, but it's like oh, um, crack an egg on your head, one to ten. Ready, one, two, three, and then we both say number. And if I, I say like it, yeah. yeah, and then it's like if I say like four and you say four, then I get to crack an egg on your head. But then like if we say like four and you mm-hmm. say six and it adds to ten, then you get to do it to me. Oh, oh that's a whole thing to it. Says, odds are odds are. Listen to me. Odds are. Oh, okay, yeah, that is probably what it's called. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love the suspense you built there. Thank you for that. Thank you, mother. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's like, um, especially like when we say memes and repeat memes to each other, I feel like it's like something about 
it being from a meme makes it particularly spreadable mm -hmm. to the rest of us. Or like when you know, it sounds like it came from me, like rude. I feel like when you say rude, so I, say rude. I like, <laughs> like, like rude, you know, like, or like when something happens, it doesn't even have to be rude. It just has to be like slightly upsetting or offensive mm -hmm. or whatever. I, I picked that up like a sponge. Cause I was like, that sounds like it came from a meme. So I was like, now nah, I'm just gonna, now it's mine, <laughs> now it's mine too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's a linguistic thing, right? I don't know, something about Sorry. mirroring of it it's, yeah, it's, like yeah. A, it's like a form of closeness like you're saying mm -hmm, it here's mm -hmm. repeating it back with you it's like i hear you almost in a way like adopting each other's language is mm -hmm. like a form of closeness because like language is such a close part of yourself mm -hmm. so like adopting someone's language is like for me like a very intimate thing right it's saying like i hear you and want to almost like repeat back to you yeah, i want to connect with you in this way <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wait, that also like like just calling Jayu like mother, that kind of like made me think about like nicknames we have for each other because mm -hmm. like where did we get to like this close point where we're just like that's mom mm -hmm. and like we all call her like mom now mm -hmm. and that is a different relationship almost. I don't, I don't know, like even like people calling me Brit, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> like that happens. I'm like, or just like different nicknames that people give me. And I'm like, if if we have a nickname for each other, like, mm, it's over. Yeah, it's like, I guess it symbolizes or emphasizes like how close you are with someone mm -hmm. now that like you get to like really personalize how you reference each other mm -hmm. and like, or like you get to really like play with, it's not about, it's not about like pushing boundaries, but you get to really like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe that. But like, I you even, know what I mean? It's like- I even love like when we say Brittany, like it's like, I feel like yeah. that in itself mm -hmm. is, is- And my mom loves it. She's like, that's how your name's supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> I mean, I guess because there's like, it's, it's more than just calling you Brittany. It's like how we understand that that's how your name's supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> and at one, in the one hand, it's like, we're being funny, ha ha ha, Brittany, you're really, you know- really emphasizing it. And then, yeah. And then on the other hand, I think it's really like, almost like yeah we acknowledge that this is mm -hmm. really how your name is so we're gonna say it how it's supposed to be mm -hmm. said you know so it's like I feel like we get to like give that to you maybe and like I feel like if someone wasn't as close to you and they did that I don't know why it would be so would that be weird for you if someone some stranger mm -hmm. was just like pretending I think it depends on where we are too because uh -huh. I know that like in Europe that's how they pronounce it and like in Asia, that's also how they pronounce it. So it's not weird there. Mm -hmm. Like when they read my name, that's how. Oh, sure. But like, what if like yeah. someone like you just met in like the lecture halls? Like, hello, Brittany. I feel like what? if it was someone I just met and they just read my name like that, I would not correct them. I would just be like, oh, okay. Yes. Like, that's mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. cool. But or like, to, like Brit. Yeah. Then I wouldn't like David from the soup kitchen. Just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> be like, mm -hmm. just, okay, like okay, whatever. Yeah. As long as you're not calling me like, we're not like acquaintances or like barely any relationship over you're like ha, bitch and I'm like okay oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's like endearment but there's also like for me I have like pride in calling you that in front of other people because mm -hmm. it is like a level of closeness like and you know I notice when people say names differently it's like when we call you Maddisa. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or like Mads. Mads. 
but like, <laughs> like there's a history there and like for other people there's I don't know for me there's like this sense of pride to it it's like oh yeah look there, there is a history there there's a love of closeness there but that means that just because I'm very not territorial about my friends but prideful of the friends that I have mm-hmm. or proud of them yeah I mean it's kind of like how those people have bumper stickers that are like my son is in the marines you know it's like it's like like I guess they're really proud of that but I guess they want to share that with other people um you know and I guess having nicknames for people is a way to do that you know I guess it's like you get to like you know subliminally or whatever the word is get to be like yeah I know this person on this level get on my level or whatever okay wait Nick Nick is already a nickname for like Nicholas so like are there any other like nicknames that people call you you. I know that sometimes I like to call you Nicholas just Uh I think I think Nicholas and Nicholas um, yeah because like I don't I don't like when people like other people call me by my full name but I think if you guys do that I think that's it's almost a fun way to subvert right because it's like if people hear you calling me nicholas or nicholas they're like hmm and like that i'm not reacting and they're like oh i guess there's something there you know yeah so it's like you know switch it up you know like switching the positions for you so it's, in, in a way it's like nick is my name but nicholas is my nickname right like, if you really get close to me you get to call me that and it's not weird yeah um yeah i guess that's just a way to like signal to people I guess I'm just trying to think of like a movie trope where it's like, like an like an old flame comes and calls you with a nickname, and you're new like like the new person's like what? Why did they call you that? Like what, what does this mean? What does this mean? And then they end up cheating on you with them. And oh. like, you know, I'm trying to <laughs> specific. I know. I, know, I feel like I'm saying that specific. Right, but it's like it's like it's it shows like connection. Like if you get to call someone, you know, mm-hmm. a nickname or something totally that's not even their name, you know. Um, you know, like in the, like the military a lot, right? They call people like I don't know, I don't, like I don't even know. like offensive things. I can imagine, like 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 cross-eyed or something. Like, hey, what's up, cross-eyed? You know, it's like like it's a, it's like, it's like no, I don't know. It's just mean to pick at someone's like physical. But like the thing is, it's like it's like of course it's it's offensive for to some anybody. But like if that person is friends with the person with the like um, the cross-eyed, then it's like almost the sign of affection it's weird how it becomes a thing once you connect with that person like, like, i mean like i don't know that, that, i mean like maybe that's just like a military thing maybe i'm just making that up but like obviously you wouldn't call someone like hey what's up schizo you know but like um <laughs> like i feel like there's like a certain there's a certain situation where it arises where you can like <laughs> no you're right <laughs> yeah see, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying it's like in a way it's like I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like that, but it's like it is. Like, right? It's like you get to you. It's almost like you get permission to do that. I don't know. Like, just by being close with them. I don't. I mean, obviously, like if they're not comfortable with it, then you read stop doing paper. it. I want to read your fucking paper, I'm please. Sure oh that my you god. You have a lot to say. Yeah. About this. Seriously. <laughs> like, I know, you've been going for one and a half. Oh my gosh. Now. I literally love it when it's like, when I'm like, oh my God, how are we going to be able to make the time limit? And then, we <laughs> we talking, and then it's like, oh, it's been an hour and a half. Yeah. I just love it when the like time dissolves like that. Form I escapism. Just want you to watch me dissolve slowly. <laughs> Sorry, only song lyrics go through my head. That's why I don't know anything else. Yeah. Jai, um, would you like to talk to us? She's going to type no. <laughs> <laughs> 
love it. know each other so well. Oh my God. Shahi, we're also, we got fancy and we we're going to take a picture and then I wanted to Photoshop you into our fancy. It's kind picture. of a lot to ask for right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. Okay, thanks for the reaction. <laughs> Wait, no, I have a great pic of Jai that we can Photoshop in. Okay. Already okay. in a fancy dress. Oh my God, you know what else is friendship? The fact that I somehow cut my foot and then I had to take my exam, but I was bleeding, bleeding, and then Madison just came and patched it up. <laughs> or the fact that I kind of fainted today and these two were there to hold me up. Quite physically. It's <laughs> mostly Madison. I was, I was the one that was like, is she, is she gonna fall over? And then Madison was like the one that was like, let me actually do something about it. <laughs> or even last year when I fainted in class and Jai just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he, yeah, you were there or when he had allergic reaction. Yeah, and Jai, you came to the hospital. Like with Korean me. drama, like slept by your bedside. I know. Or when I fainted and you took me to, even though you had. I don't know what but I, I almost fainted in, um, Jay, you took me to UHS, even though you had Orgo. And Jai, you you're such me a good up. friend, oh my God. Addictives. <laughs> Very chivalrous. <laughs> no, she takes tips. No, like, she's like, she takes money from us. She wants us to Venmo. <laughs> What's your Venmo? <laughs> She's gonna tip. <laughs> I always, I don't know. I always like look at people's Venmos and like the title. You, I can see. It's all kind your of Venmos. fun. Like Jai, yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. Like Jai, I see all your Venmos. Such creative titles. No, all my Venmos are private. Oh, some people I make guess, them public. Some mm. people have them. Public, and you know, yeah. it's like it's the whole thing about signaling. They, like, they don't have to make it public, but they do yeah. because it's I don't want people to know what I'm buying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you don't get to know, but you get to read like what they type. What they type, and like maybe it makes no sense because it's like an inside joke. <laughs> you get to be like, oh man, seriously, yeah, drugs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's so it was funny. Like, um, remember when we were going to the Korean restaurant and the Uber driver asked if I rolled them roll of fatty for the Oh my god. Yeah, that was so weird. It was uncomfortable. But you know, now I'll use that like in Venmo terms. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to us. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. I know, Joey. This is way past your bedtime. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how we're gonna be doing this for the rest of break. You're just gonna do it over Zoom. Yeah. Make it work. Good night, Jai. Good night. Good night, Jai. Thanks for listening. Thank you.